With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's good, everybody? Rob Stats Guerrero here with you, joined by a very special guest. You know him from the machine that is the Ross Tucker Football Podcast. You hear him on Westwood One. You're everywhere, Ross. Thanks for a few minutes today. It is my pleasure, Stats. Always love talking with you. I like going on these uh, team-centric shows as well. And yeah, man, draft time is here. Very, very exciting time. We'll get to some 49er stuff and some draft stuff um, and some Trey Lance stuff, of course, because you can't talk Niners without talking about that. But I got to stop you right away. I see a tweet from you. French fries are overrated. You have never been more wrong about anything you've ever said in your entire life. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm a thousand percent correct. Now, listen, here's the thing that people need to understand. When you say something is overrated, people think you're saying that it's not good or it's bad. That's not the case. I like French fries. In particular, I really like, like uh, French fries at Five Guys. Those are delicious. They do yes. a nice job. I like waffle fries at Chick-fil-A. They do a nice job as well. Here's, here's my thing, though. And it, it occurred to me on Sunday while I was with my kids at Hershey Park, and my daughters got fries, and they just weren't that good. There was enough salt on them. They're, they were too crispy. And I started thinking, like, Scott, sometimes you have them when there's too much salt. Sometimes you have them when they're not enough salt. Sometimes they're, like, soggy. And the reality is 
people talk about French fries like they're the star of the show, right? They're not the star of the show. Like, you went to Five Guys because of the burger. You went to Chick-fil-A because of the chicken sandwich. They are secondary, okay? You know, French fries are like a running back. You don't take them in the top 10 of the draft. They're not like the foundational piece. You take them later. The foundational piece is the burger or the chicken sandwich. And here's the reality, Stats. You know what I started doing when I go to one of these places? Rather than getting fries, which like they always say, come to the fry, get fries, get fries. No, <laughs> I just get another burger. Or I just get like, I, I get chicken nuggets. I get Chick-fil-A nuggets. And you know what? I'm very happy. I would rather accompany my chicken sandwich with an eight pack of chicken nuggets that I dip into the honey mustard, the barbecue, as opposed to fries. It's better. It tastes better. So um, I'm not wrong. I'm right. I'm always right. French fries are like a seven or an eight, maybe, but burgers and sandwiches are a nine or a 10. Hence, French fries are overrated. When you go to McDonald's, what do you go for? You go for the burger or you go for the fries? I go for the sausage McMuffin with egg because that's oh, the only thing I like on. at McDonald's. And I don't know what they're doing without the all-day breakfast. They got to go back to that. <laughs> I don't go to McDonald's unless they have all-day breakfast because sausage McMuffin with egg is the greatest sandwich that God ever created. Um, I don't go to McDonald's for the burger or the shake or the fries because if I want a burger or a shake or fries, I'm not going to McDonald's. I, I don't know who you are. I felt like I knew you, and now I, I don't know. It's all up in the air. Um, let's get to some actual football talk here. The big news yesterday, of course, was Aaron Rodgers going from the Packers to the Jets. Obviously, if you're a Jet fan, you've got to be very happy about this. But I think the two other fan bases that are most excited are the Eagles and the 49ers because I think the path is clear now, Ross, for those two teams to wind up in the NFC Championship game for the foreseeable future. Am I wrong about that? Yes, you are. I mean, look, the path is open, but neither the Eagles nor the Niners were having a lot of trouble with the Packers anyway, if we're being honest. I mean, <laughs> they were able to take care of business there. They clearly appear to be the two best teams. However, as you know, things change. Um, I think Detroit could be very good this year. Oh. I think Seattle could be very good this year. They both have two top 20 picks. So I like what both both those teams won, what, nine games last year? Yeah. And they both have two top 20 picks and made some excellent moves in for agency. You know, the Eagles came back to the pack a little bit uh, with losing seven starters. I don't think the Niners are necessarily better than they were last year. They've got injury issues, a quarterback, the Hargrave pick was significant, uh, signing sign was significant, but they also lose McGlinchey and some others. I think Detroit and Seattle are sort of ready to pounce. Um, that's not the same as saying that they're going to go to the Super Bowl. It's just they are threats. I also think the Dallas Cowboys are right there with the Niners and the Eagles. I love them getting Gilmore and Brandon Cooks, both still good players. They got him for relatively little. They'll probably take a tight end with their first-round pick to replace Dalton Schultz. But the, the Cowboys got significantly better at two major areas of need. 
Right now, I think the Eagles, Niners, Cowboys are the three best teams in some capacity. But then you kind of have Seattle as well as Detroit. You know, they're on the up and coming. Yeah, Seattle. Spare me. We saw them three times last year. And what happened? We kicked the tar out of them three times. As long as they have Geno Smith there, I'm not worried about the Seahawks. I do not fear them the way I did when they had Russell Wilson, a quarterback. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, but man, they got the fifth pick. They could get Jalen Carter and well, who they knows could if get he's somebody else later. What's that? Who knows if he's any good? Like, can we just acknowledge that half the guys picked in the first round on Thursday night are going to suck? Like not just be starter. They're going to be terrible. And we always act like all these guys are going to be studs. I agree with that. Um, I don't know that half of them are terrible, but uh, half of them probably don't end up becoming long-term starters. But you look at what the Seahawks did. I mean, they bring in Julian Love, bring in Bobby Wagner, bring in Draymond Jones. And I would say out of all the guys in the draft, I feel the most confident stats about Will Anderson and Jalen Carter. So those are the two guys I feel the best about. All right. I'll believe it when I see it. I much prefer trading draft picks for established stars. And look, maybe I'm biased because the 49ers don't have any friggin' picks until the third round. But I think that like even some people are complaining about what the Jets gave up for Aaron Rodgers. You know, if we put a name on the first round picks, suddenly they become far less valuable. Right, like the the three first round picks they traded for Trey Lance. Well, if you told me two of those first round picks were Solomon Thomas and AJ Jenkins, suddenly I'm not that worried about giving up those first round picks. So I feel like the idea of a first round pick is more valuable than the pick actually is. So I agree with you on that. The flip side I would say is like what did the Niners get in Trey Lance? And I know we'll get into that. But also, what are the Jets getting in Aaron Rodgers? They're, they're paying him $60 million for one year? I mean, boy, they better win the Super Bowl. If he only plays one year, you're giving up that for him. And I think more so than giving up a two and giving up a one is like, why did they give that up? Who were they even negotiating against? <laughs> Nobody else is even trying to get Aaron Rodgers. The Aaron Rodgers Niners rumors are laughable. You don't have $60 million to yeah. be able to fit him in. I mean, it's a joke. I agree with that. That was They were clearly trying to drum up a boogeyman to get the Packers or to get the uh, Jets, rather, to, to be scared. I don't know if it worked or not, but congratulations to the Packers. You move on with Jordan Love. You mentioned Trey Lance, so let's get to it. What are the 49ers doing with this, Ross? This is like a master class in how to mismanage a young player's career. Do, what are they doing? Can you explain it to me? No. I, I, unless they don't feel like he's got the fire burning in his belly and they're trying to light that fire, I don't understand why they are so public with what's going on. Like, let's put it this way. The report that the Niners are getting calls, that didn't come from other teams. Yes. That came from the Niners. And by the way, if they if there was no chance they would trade – a guy like Trey Lance, that never would have gotten out. I think it's pretty clear that the Niners are soliciting any and all offers for Trey Lance, ready to move on from Trey Lance. I must tell you, Stats, I find it stunning. 
I thought the Niners were in a perfect position to have a quarterback competition between Lance and Purdy, see who's healthy, see who plays better in the preseason, and then start that guy and then still have the other guy. But it almost seems like they've already decided that Brock Purdy's their guy, Darnold is their is their floor, and that they want to move on from Trey Lance. I mean, I, that it's pretty that seems pretty clear. And I'll tell you this much, uh, Stats, I've been thinking about this. If the Texans don't take a quarterback at two, yep. I think they're trading for Trey Lance. That's the only way it makes sense to me is if that's what happens. Is if they if they don't take a quarterback at two, it's because they're trading for Trey Lance. And I think if you're if you're Houston, you could say, look, we can give up a second this year and a fourth next year, something like that to potentially get a guy who maybe has the talent of the third overall pick in the draft. And if you're the Niners, I think they would look at it. They're like, man, we could get two picks for this guy that we don't even want anymore. Like, I don't think the Niners would turn that down, frankly. And it's crazy to me because Trey Lance has like 105 career passes with the 49ers and they want to dump them. Meanwhile, they ran out and signed Sam Darnold on the first day of the legal tampering period, who's played 56 games in his career and has been largely awful. So I don't know how Darnold keeps getting chances despite all evidence to the contrary, whereas Trey Lance barely has played, yet they're out on him. Yeah, they, they must not like what they've seen from Lance, which really is unbelievable. Because think about the conviction that they had to have to trade all those draft picks to go up and get him in the first place. Yep. Think about how bad Lance must be for them to have given up that much for him and be willing, apparently, to give him up for, I would guess, peanuts. I, I think he probably will be traded this weekend. I don't know. Oof. I don't know if he's going to get traded this weekend because they still don't know if Brock Purdy can throw, and they won't really know until June. Uh, when that's when the, that's the three month mark from his surgery, when he's supposedly going to be, you know, up and running again. But I think that I think the last image of Trey Lance in a 49ers uniform that we're going to have is him getting carted off in week two last year, which is absolutely stunning. Uh, I want to get to some offensive line questions with you, but I want to also mention that you're here for my front page which is the perfect gift idea as we approach Mother's Day. I know someone that's got it. I've got to buy for my wife. I've got to buy for my mom, my mother-in-law. This is the perfect gift idea. Can you tell people about it? Yeah, buddy of mine started it, Stats. People don't know what to get their mom, and they really don't know what to get their wife, the mother of their kid. They just don't. So I tell everybody, it's the best Mother's Day gift I've ever heard of. You talk to one of their writers for, I don't know, 10 minutes while you're driving home from work, or you can just fill out four email questions. They make the, They write the most unbelievable story. It's framed. It's beautiful. It looks like it's on the cover of the newspaper. I mean, it really does with pictures of her and the kids or whoever you want there. And I've just seen it so many times now, Stats, where they open it up and they don't really know what it is. And they're like, what, what is this? To be able to say to your mom or like your wife, I had a story written about you. It sounds like, Stats, you went out of your way <laughs> to get the coolest gift of all time. Right? Like, wait, how did you do that? Like, because they don't know there's a company that does this. Do they think that you like commissioned an author to like write this story? And then they read the quotes. My sister and I did it. 
from my mom. And when she read the quote from my sister, like, I wouldn't be the woman I am today if it weren't for my mom, she started bawling. My mom started crying, like good tears. And then here's the thing, because it's framed and beautiful, they hang it up in their house. So it's like the gift that keeps on giving. Just trust me, stats. And every every guy listening, myfrontpagestory.com, I'd be shocked if you could tell me a better Mother's Day. Get way better than getting your fries from McDonald's, stats. <laughs> myfrontpagestory.com. So you're telling me I go through a relatively small amount of effort, yet I get the credit as if I did this momentous thing. That's a good combination for a gift. Yes. And, dude, and it starts at like 50 bucks. So it's not like it's not a huge expense. And you can schedule the time when you want to talk to them, or you can reply to the email at 1 a.m., whatever. It doesn't matter. They write the story, they send it to you, ship it to you, it's ready to go. Then you hang it up in the house, and anybody that comes by and says, What is this? Then you get credit every time somebody comes by and asks, Every time. And not only that, you get in an argument like with your wife and whatever, you just point to it. Did you get a story <laughs> written all about me? I don't remember. Did you? Did you? I can't. When's the time that you went out of your way to get a, a story commissioned all about me and how special I am? Myfrontpagestory.com. Trust me, fellas. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. All right, let's get back to the 49ers because you mentioned Mike McGlinchey, and you obviously played offensive line, so you know. He was a divisive figure for Niners fans. Some some defended him, some crushed him. How does a guy that is that big and that strong have like a handful of reps every year where he is getting not just beaten, completely obliterated, Ross? Because um, the NFL is really hard <laughs> and the guys you're going against are really good and not everybody can be Trent Williams. And also, at 6'8", and a a real 6'8", I think at times he loses leverage, right? Guys can get underneath him a little Mm -hmm. bit. And he's really a better run blocker than he was a pass blocker. Um, But I like Mike a lot. I think he's a good player. Um, But I do think that the Niners will be okay there that they have a tendency with Forrester as their own line coach to be able to find a way. I don't know who that'll be. I'm sure they'll have guys compete for it, but just kind of like they found a way with Brendel at center. I think the Niners find a way at tackle. I don't think it's as much of like this. Oh my gosh, they're dead as some <laughs> people make it out to be. 
So Joe Thomas has said that the Shanahan system is, I don't want to say easy for offensive linemen, but you don't necessarily need studs everywhere along the offensive line in the Shanahan system because they rely so much on play action and things like that, that you're not just straight drop back pass blocking when the team goes to pass. Is that something you've noticed with the Shanahan system that maybe they can sort of squeeze the juice out of less talented offensive linemen? Without question. And they do it all the time. They've been doing it for years. You know, I've said this before. I'll say it again. I have personally spoken stats with guys that played in the Shanahan system at every position that have told me it's the best offense they've ever been in for their position. Sage Rosenfeld is a quarterback. Owen Daniels at tight end. Eric Winston at offensive line. Obviously, every running back says that. Mostert, all those guys. Receivers like Andre Johnson, Julio Jones. Let me just say stats. If a guy at every position says it's that the that the offense is designed for their their position, that's a pretty good offense. I mean, think about that. It's a really, really good offense. I really wish I had played in the Shanahan system. That would have been much better for me than like Spurrier throwing the ball 50 times a game out of empty set. <laughs> okay, but – and I've heard a lot of those same things like you have said just from interviews people have given and whatnot. But then why is it that we've seen this offense stagnate? For example, last year they had to go out and get Christian McCaffrey and then all of a sudden they explode for 30 points a game. But if the offense is so good, why do they have to go out and do that? Um. Well, in that instance – they were beat up at receiver and their quarterback play was very mediocre. So to me, you know, they were still kind of figuring out those spots and uh, McCaffrey's versatility really took them to the next level. It felt like Kittle played a lot better after they got McCaffrey too. I don't know how that happened. Yeah. Nice to see George actually catch some touchdowns. He had 20, 3% of his career touchdowns after Brock Purdy took over. Is that not insane? Yes, it is insane. Because I was starting to think Kittle was uh, um, going to get squeezed uh, a little bit. Yeah, I thought Kittle was starting to get uh, be a little overrated. And then he came out and played so well. Yeah, George, uh, I honestly think that George might have tried to get and squeeze this offseason by the Niners if he didn't explode the way he did down the stretch because he makes a ton of money. I actually tweeted about that, and, and George put me on blast. He didn't really like that. So thanks for that, George. Thanks oh, really? Oh, yeah. He Because uh, he said something. He, he had a GIF, and I posted, like, oh, I like that GIF. And then his response was, okay, man. And he quote tweeted my prediction that he wouldn't finish his contract with the 49ers. <laughs> We'll see who ends up being right. That's all I'm saying. You still got three years to go on that contract, George. I wouldn't be taking any victory laps just yet. Ross Tucker, again, thank you so much. Myfrontpagestory.com is where you need to go. It is the perfect Mother's Day gift. I can hear a chorus of men out there thanking you already for the suggestion. My pleasure, Stats. Thank you for having me. Keep up the great work. And, yes, myfrontpagestory.com is where it's at.